The truth is always best seen in a person's actions. And if you've ever been involved with a narcissist, then you already know that words don't mean very much when it comes to a narcissist. After all, most toxic narcissists are pathological liars who can, at times, be so convincing that they even believe their own lies. And no, I'm not kidding. It can be hard to catch a narcissist in a lie because they're so very skilled at gaslighting and manipulation in general. And it doesn't hurt that they are also able to say anything, whether we're talking a gospel truth or a blatantly invented lie, with total conviction. And their complete lack of concern for you and other people, well, it kind of rounds out the idea that when it comes right down to it, you can't really trust a narcissist any further than you can throw them. Narcissists like to make up stories and lies about their past and the things that they have done and said and whatever. But the thing that really creeps me out about them is that they actually believe it after a while. They believe the stories. Like really, narcissists are known to be self-absorbed and chances are they usually became that way because at some point in their childhood, they buried their true selves and they became this false version of themselves that they present to most people in the world today. This self, this false self, is the thing that causes them to try to pretend like they're something they're not, they're more than they are, they become grandiose in their behavior. This is one of the most common things with narcissists. Of course, the thing that seems to unite all narcissists is the lack of empathy ha they have for other people in their life. While most people seem to think that narcissists are incredibly arrogant and full of themselves, the truth is most of them secretly kind of feel like the ugly duckling in their lives. They kind of feel like not everybody gets them and their beauty is misperceived if perceived at all. They project this idealized self-image because it makes them feel stronger about themselves and more secure in themselves, but they fail to really thrive in that way because they don't really have actual self-esteem. These are the types of people that need to stand on the shoulders of other people in order to feel better. In reality, they project this image because they don't want to feel like or even be seen as their truly broken selves. So narcissists don't really believe they're worthy and because of that, they tend to use a bunch of different little ways to kind of deceive us into seeing the false self as well. Because they don't think they're worthy, they use scheming and manipulation and other kinds of tactics in order to seem like more than they are. So what exactly does the narcissist lie about? Well, literally anything that serves them. Oh, and sometimes they just lie for the sake of lying. Seriously. Ever notice how narcissists have this way of just kind of not telling the whole story? They tell the part that makes you look bad and the part that makes them look good. And they might twist a fact here and there, but they never tell the whole story. So let's talk about the 12 lies that the narcissist wants you to believe, shall we? Number one, everyone else agrees with me on this. Narcissists tell you this when you question them or you argue with them for any reason or anytime you offer anything that feels like a criticism, as in anything that doesn't sound like, oh my gosh, you're so amazing. They're going to say things like, what do you mean the sky is blue? You are clearly colorblind. Everyone agrees with me that it's actually green and yellow striped or how dare you question my judgment or my choices. You are clearly not very smart and everyone knows I'm the only expert in the world on this stuff and they all agree with everything I say, literally, all the time. But what that really means is I don't actually know what I'm talking about and I realize that you are well aware of it. But maybe if I tell you about all these pretend people who agree with everything I say and everything I think and everything I believe, well then maybe you're gonna doubt yourself enough to think that I might be right this time. And my self-esteem can't really handle a hit right now, so... In other words, for narcissists, saying it out loud is an attempt at self-validation, as well as a way to gaslight you into believing that you are in fact the problem and that they must be right. 
Yeah, they're lying to you, but they're also lying to themselves. Deep down, they are really technically insecure, believe it or not, which is why they have the need to say this phrase. Which, of course, brings me to my next point, number two. Everyone says you're lazy or no good or insert other insulting adjective here. Despite the fact that you're a decent person with good intentions, the narcissist is always finding reasons to have you believe that they regularly poll the general public about you. They say things like, everyone says you're difficult to get along with, or everyone agrees that I'm way too good looking to be with you, or everyone says you're a gold digger, or everyone knows you're a bad parent. They'll say anything they can to hurt you and they're gonna dig deep on this one to the things that hurt the most. Now, you can test this out pretty easily. Just ask them for names. Who specifically said that? Sure, they might say, well, everyone means my friends, my family, my coworkers, whatever. But nine times out of 10, if you specifically ask for the name of the person who said whatever it is they're claiming they said, or the names, they either won't give you a specific name or they're going to give you the name of someone that you don't know or can't contact. And that's because this is just another big fat lie narcissists tell you. Which brings me to number three, I promise you, Someone who is a good person might say this phrase and absolutely mean what they say. But a narcissist who says it does so with literally no intention of living up to the promise unless it's convenient for them in the moment. So why do they say it if they don't mean it? Well, they say it to shut you up, of course. Basically to get you off their back for anything that you happen to be upset about. The narcissist will say, I promise I'll never cheat again. Or I promise to stop yelling at you every time I hear you breathing the wrong way. But what they really mean is, I don't wanna deal with this right now. So I'm saying what I think you need to hear so that you will keep thinking that things are okay and I can keep controlling you. In other words, they'll promise to do whatever it is you're hoping they'll do in order to get you to behave in a way that they like. Whether they promise to be better so you won't leave or so you'll come back once you've already left, which is hoovering, or they promise you that they'll change, they'll grow, they'll do better in some way, but they will only follow through again if it's convenient for them or for a short time or as long as it takes them to actually feel secure in the idea that they've got you fully enmeshed with them again. Which sadly brings me to number four. I'm just better than you and everyone else too. Sometimes the narcissist will literally say those words, but most of the time it comes in the form of actively insulting your morals, your ethics, and your behavior. They'll say things like, I can't stand to look at you. You're just disgusting. Or you are clearly clueless and you never have anything of value to say. But what they really mean is you are making me feel less than or unattractive or in some way inferior. And I don't like that. So I'm going to go ahead and make you feel like your feelings and thoughts aren't as real or relevant as mine. Oh, and don't try to prove them wrong. Even if you happen to show up with documented proof of your claim, they will blatantly deny it. In fact, they'll also insult anyone else who offers advice or information that is contrary to what they want you to believe. This is even true if that person is an expert, like a doctor or a lawyer, or even someone like me who is like a subject matter expert. Just remember that this is less about you or even the other people they're insulting. It's really more about the narcissist and their inability to see outside their own head. They are so sure that they're right about everything that to be open-minded enough to even consider any opinion outside of their own might be valid would be nearly impossible. Remember too that anyone who goes out of their way to say that they are better than you or anyone else has a need to say it because of a deep, often very hidden insecurity. Once again, it's that little tiny narcissist ego, which brings me to number five. Don't worry, I got you, boo. When a narcissist says this phrase or something like it, you really do have to worry. You have every reason to worry. Are they gonna cause trouble for you? Will they fail to follow through on whatever it is they're saying they're gonna do? Should you be worried? Yes, yes you should. They're gonna say things like, 
of course I paid the mortgage, don't worry about it. Or yes, I will absolutely pick up our kid or your life-sustaining prescription or insert other important thing here. I got you, boo. But what they really mean is, I'd like you to stop talking about this now, so please shut up and let me get back to whatever it is that I was doing. In other words, they're gonna say whatever they need to say to get you to be quiet and stop bothering them with all of your silly questions. Just remember that narcissists don't care about boundaries and they don't care about rules and they're well known to lack morality and credibility. So be aware and double check them when they use this line, especially when whatever they say they'll do could affect you or your life in a big way if they don't do it. Speaking of which, this brings me to number six. I'll be there for you. Now, when the great John Bon Jovi serenaded the world with these words back when I was a preteen, I really wanted to believe him so badly. I mean, who could look into those Bon Jovi bedroom eyes and doubt anything he said? Yeah, I know. But who can blame me? I really wanted to believe that whoever I ended up with would actually, I don't know, be there for me. Unfortunately, I ended up with a toxic man who stereotypically proved to me that for a narcissist, this is the ultimate lie. They say things like, I've got your back or you can count on me. But what they really mean is, I only care about my own feelings and issues, unless it's convenient for me to pretend to care about yours. Oh, and I want you to be there for me, so sometimes I might pretend to be there for you when it's convenient for me, but when the chips are down, you're on your own, boo. Remember that narcissists have no empathy, so they don't care how you feel, and they show you this with their actions. So don't believe their words. This brings me to number seven. No one else will love you. You heard that one before? Narcissists really want you to feel bad about yourself. They want you to believe that you're so flawed, bad, or damaged in some way that you are literally unlovable. That's a big fat lie though. They're gonna say things to you like, go ahead and leave. Good luck finding anyone else to love you or take care of you. Or you are a total piece of poo. I must be crazy to love you. No sane person would. Or of course I don't love you anymore. You've gotten so old, ugly, fat, skinny, rude, dumb, whatever, that no one would love you. Well, if you want to know the truth, what they really mean is I want you to think I'm doing you a huge favor by being in a relationship with you. But the truth is that I'm not really good enough for you. And I'm secretly afraid that you're going to figure that out. So I'm just going to go ahead and emotionally and psychologically abuse you into believing this BS instead. Yeah. They want you to think that they are doing you a big favor by tolerating you in their lives. But the truth is you're freaking amazing and they know it. But if you know it too, well then, you'll know they're not good enough for you. In other words, they only say this to keep you around firmly under their thumb and under their control. Oh, and speaking of love, number eight, they say, I love you. This for me was pretty much the ultimate insult. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think they believe they love you in the moments that they say it, at least early in the relationship. But to be honest with you, what they really mean at that time is I'm totally infatuated with you in this moment or you're super hot and I totally want to get with you, or I think you might prove to be of value to me in some way. So I'm going to go ahead and attach myself to your heart if at all possible. And it could even mean I really want the validation of knowing that you love me. So I'm going to tell you that I love you so that you can say it back to me. Now, later in the relationship, it might mean something more like, I know that love matters to you, so I'm going to pretend to love you in order to keep you around or somehow keep you in my control. Here's the thing. Narcissistic love is not the same as other kinds of love. It's more like the love you have for your smartphone. You totally dig it when you first get it because it's new and shiny and it runs so fast. But later when newer, shinier, faster models with better features come out, what do you do? Well, you kind of start loving it a little less. And before you know it, you're finding reasons to dump your old phone for a new phone. And that's okay when we're talking about objects, but not so much for people. 
Which, by the way, brings me to number nine. You're my soulmate. I used to actually believe in soulmates and I still want to, but narcissists, they have a way of ruining everything. And for me, the concept of soulmates was one of them. They say things to you like, I've been searching for you forever, or I knew I loved you before I met you. I think I dreamed you into life. And yes, that was a Savage Garden song lyric from 2012. Thanks for asking. Or, OMG, we have so much in common. Or, I know we've only known each other for a few hours, days, weeks, whatever, but I still feel like I've known you forever. And what they really mean when they say things like this is I'm going to mirror you and pretend to be everything you've been looking for in a partner. But in reality, all of this is fake. And once I've got you thoroughly hooked, I'll begin the devalue and discard phases. But until then, I'm going to do my best to keep you in the dark about who I really am. Because if you really knew, then you'd totally dump my sorry or something like that. This brings me to number 10. My ex is crazy or amazing. What am I talking about? Well, nearly every narcissist I've ever met has told me something about how bad or crazy their exes were early in the relationship. And many times later in the relationship, I'd be told that their ex was so much better than me and or regularly compared with the ex in some negative way. Stuff like, wow, you're just like my ex, which really meant how dare you have an independent thought or backbone or disagree with me in any way ever. Or you're starting to make me miss my ex. I thought she was crazy till I met you. And then there was the old, I should have never left my ex. In reality, their ex was probably not a terrible person. And in many cases, they are actually projecting their own bad qualities and behaviors onto the ex, which as you'll find out when your relationship ends, if it hasn't already, the same thing will happen to you in the future. For example, if they say the ex cheated on them, chances are the opposite is true. They cheated on the ex. On a similarly upsetting note, number 11, this person is stalking me. (laughs) I know, we just talked about that. This one's a fun one. The narcissist will claim that someone has been absolutely obsessed with them. And in some cases, they'll actually say that they're being stalked, like in the case of Jane and John that we talked about earlier. But often this is used as a manipulation tactic. And I've seen it work in a couple of ways. The narcissist might say something like, I had no idea that the attractive younger person I'm interested in cheating on you with would be at the party. They are totally obsessed with me. That really means I totally knew they'd be there, but I didn't tell you because I knew it would cause confrontation. And honestly, I just don't have time for that right now. Or I don't want to deal with your emotions right now. Or the narcissist might say something like, you know, those super intimate pics and texts you found on my phone were totally not my fault. I mean, that person is literally stalking me and I'm scared, save me. And what that really means is I'm so already cheating on you with that person, but they aren't following the rules that we set together. So rather than own up to it, when they try to reach out or connect with me, I'm going to go ahead and tell you that they're a crazy stalker who imagined this whole relationship with me. That way you won't believe anything they tell you, even though it'll all probably be true. This brings me to number 12. I would, but... Narcissists use this kind of lie to kind of keep you hooked in order to make you think they care and also to point out how important they are at work or how popular they are socially or whatever. They say things like, OMG, that sounds so fun. I really wish I could help you or attend your event, but I'm just so busy right now. Maybe next time, okay? And of course, what they really mean is I'm just not interested in supporting you or showing any concern for you at all unless I feel like it can somehow benefit me or give me a good dose of narcissistic supply. It sounds like whatever you want me to attend is going to be too boring or too you focused. So I'm going to sit around instead at home and watch old prices, right? Reruns or go out with my friends in hopes of meeting someone who maybe I can cheat on you with or whatever, because the truth is that you don't matter to me unless I need something from you. And by the way, ask me again next time, because I just realized that I get a total huge boost of narcissistic supply whenever I see the disappointed look on your face after I tell you now. Oh yeah. It's not my fault. I didn't do that. In fact, it's your fault. 
What are we talking about? Well, narcissists commonly use this tactic. They do not take responsibility for their own behaviors or their own actions, unless those actions result into something good. So for example, if as a victim, you prove to a narcissist that in fact they did victimize you in some way, they're more likely to flip it around on you. For example, if you catch a narcissist cheating on you, they might tell you that it's your fault because you weren't interesting or fascinating enough or whatever enough for them. In reality, it's their fault for not being able to commit to you, but they'll make it your fault. And in fact, they're so good at doing this that very often we believe them when they tell us these lies. If they don't directly blame you, very often they'll have another excuse for doing it. Like, well, it wasn't really my fault. I fell over and I fell into that person. Or they will somehow make themselves out to be the victim using the cheating example. Well, this person just pursued me so much I had no choice or I didn't really do it. It was not, you know, it was sort of done to me and they make it about again, being a victim. So that is the first type of lie. The second type of lie a narcissist will often tell you is I'm here for you. I care about you. I love you. Now, does that mean they don't really care about you or love you? We've talked about this before. Narcissists are cell phone lovers. They love you like they love a cell phone, right? So they love a cell phone when it's new and shiny and does all the things, but as it starts to slow down and becomes more familiar to them and new exciting cell phones come out on the market, they stop loving it so much. Same deal for people. It's an object kind of love instead of a person kind of love. They have this ability to be incredibly charismatic, incredibly charming if they want to. And as though they were master salespeople, very often they have the ability to make you think, feel, believe whatever they want. And at the beginning of a relationship, this can be really intoxicating. They will let you know they think you're amazing, gorgeous, intelligent, amazing, wonderful at the beginning of a romantic relationship. And then as time goes on, they quickly pick apart everything about you. Now, if we're talking about a family relationship, they may pop in with, oh, you're so this or that or the other thing occasionally, but you already know that you're not good enough because of years and years of conditioning. They do this in the romantic relationships without even really bothering to know you as a person, which kind of, you know, throws you off a little bit. They go, oh, you're the person I've been waiting for for my whole life. They don't really know who you are yet. And that is part of the reason that sometimes they, they ghost you or they just turn on a dime. But the other part of it is because even if they do know you, they don't know you as flawed yet. Once they start to see you as flawed, then suddenly everything changes for them. The, the unfortunate thing with the narcissist though, in this case is that they're, they want you to feel special for sure, but it's not because they want you to feel good. It's because they want something from you. And this is the case, whether we're talking about a romantic situation or not, they use this type of language, this type of flattery to sort of seduce you or, you know, cause you to fall into whatever it is that they want from you. This kind of lie causes you to kind of be left picking up the pieces, whether you're in a romantic relationship or a family relationship. It's very painful. Smear campaign slash sob story. By telling everybody how terrible you are, not only does he get attention and therefore more narcissistic supply, but he also makes everybody feel sorry for him with that little sob story. So he gets much more narcissistic supply and probably the next source. Do your best to ignore. The next one is I'm disappointed in you or you weren't there for me when I needed you. Narcissists, a lot of them need constant attention and constant validation. They feel important when they get treated with a certain kind of kid gloves. If you have the nerve to choose something else as a primary priority over them, even your own children, very often they consider that a failure on your part. They become agitated. You see the narcissistic rage. You see the narcissistic injury, the poor me act. And then they'll accuse you of being such a disappointment or very selfish or all about you or just that you're not there for them. In reality, that's just narcissistic injury. Them throwing a little tantrum, trying to get what they want from you. 
If you do find yourself getting accused of things like that, ask yourself, are you being treated with real respect by this person? Are this person's demands and expectations even reasonable? Are you getting what you're giving as much as you're giving out of this relationship overall? And do you feel good about yourself in the relationship? These are important questions to ask yourself. Another thing narcissists are famous for lying about is the fact that they'll change. Now, do I think a narcissist can change? And we've talked about this a lot of times. Yeah, I think it's possible. I've just never seen it happen. But because they kind of operate on lies, they kind of operate on the false self, the inauthenticity, the consequences can, can lead to the truth, their true selves coming out and everybody around them finding out. And that's really scary for a narcissist. So when and if it happens where they're caught and they can't deny it and their true self has been revealed, very often a narcissist will say, I'm so sorry, I've, I failed, I'll change. You know, think about all those preachers from the 80s who got caught doing bad things and saying the devil made them do it. It's a similar thing, even though they weren't technically taking responsibility for their own behavior. But what most psychologists will tell you is that even if a narcissist does create some temporary change by going to therapy or being involved in some program, very often as soon as the crisis ends, they go back to their old ways and they start being a narcissist again. They start hurting people and being not empathetic and not caring how people feel. Another lie narcissists tell is that you shouldn't worry about stuff or that they don't need to worry about stuff. And part of the reason for that is they literally very often think they're kind of above the law. Like, okay, well, I did break the law, but don't worry about it. It'll be fine. I know people there or I won't, be, I won't get caught because I'm different than other people. Or they even justify to themselves that they didn't really break the law because they're different than whoever really broke the law. Because they don't care about rules, they don't care about boundaries, they're more likely to do things that cross the line. So for example, they might cut in line because they figure nobody behind them is as important as they are. Or they might break the rules of the highway because they think, again, that they whatever they're doing is more important than the law. Breaking the rules makes them feel special and entitled and exceptional. So they might break relationship rules, they might break legal laws, whatever. They do it because they think they're different and by doing things that are unacceptable for most people, they somehow feel more special and unique and exceptional. One of the more common lies narcissists will tell you is this one, I promise. They promise to do something, they promise to follow through, they promise to be faithful, they promise to pay a bill, they promise to do whatever, and you end up going, you promised and you didn't deliver. And then they're mad at you for calling them out for promising and not delivering because of course then they'll say, well, I didn't really promise. I really said I'll do it if I can do it. That's obviously not the truth. They only meet their obligations if it suits their own interests. So they will say what they need to say in the moment and they only follow through if it suits them in the long run. They don't do things to help you. They do things to use you to get what they want. They're the good talk the talk but don't walk the walk types. And you probably already know that researchers tell us that narcissists are unfailingly unreliable. They are cheaters. They are manipulative and they don't have very good trust levels when it comes to being in relationships with them. The next type of lie narcissists tell is, I'm so amazing. And they expect you to believe that lie too. They will go on and on about what amazing accomplishments they have. They'll brag, they'll showboat, name drop, exaggerate, whatever it takes to be impressive. They want people to be impressed with them. Tons of studies, writings, research, all of it has proven that narcissists are well known to be grandiose, well known to be overinflated in their sense of self, to say the least. They want you to know that they are special, they are important, they are powerful, they are 
someone who matters. They talk about themselves in ways that make them seem amazing, egotistical for sure, but definitely amazing. They want you to know that they're better than you, they're superior to you, and you should envy them. Of course, like we mentioned, on the other side of that, the deep down inside part of it, really they think they're not good enough at all, and they think that they need to pretend to be better than they are in order to impress people. So what do you think? This brings me to the question of the day. And the question of the day is, do any of these lies sound familiar to you? What other typical lies that narcissists might tell would you add to my list? Share your thoughts, share your ideas, share your experiences in the comment section below and let's talk about it. As always, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life and hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. Now before I go, make sure you take a look at the videos I'm leaving for you right here and right here and while you're at it, hit the subscribe button right there so we can stay connected and continue on this healing journey together. I'll see you soon.